Welcome to the podcast for ballerinas, adult ballerinas, parents of ballerinas, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Georgia Canning, also known as the Balanced Ballerina, and it's my mission to break down the elitist barriers often associated with ballet. Through my own studios and ballet-related businesses, I'm all about providing space and content for people from all walks of life to experience and enjoy the many benefits of ballet. Each month, I'll bring you industry leaders and thought-provoking guests who will hopefully inspire you to lead a more balanced life, full of grace, with a little grit. Hi, Bunheads. I hope you're having a beautiful week. Um, I've noticed that lots of classes are starting back after the Christmas period and inquiries are flooding in from new students wishing to start ballet for the first time or after a 10 to 12 year hiatus, sometimes more. So I feel like this episode will be perfectly timed. Someone started uh, asking me lots of questions the other day about improving extra things they can do at home, etc. The list just went on and this person hadn't even been to one ballet class in their life and I said you just got to chill out and just come along to class and we can go from there. You might not even like it. (laughs) Anyway, then the other day I sent one of my most popular blog posts, Why Your Pirouettes Don't Look Like Mine, to a client who is struggling with the fact that she thinks she's not improving. And then she replied, I wish you had an audio version of all your posts. I just spent hours trawling and reading. So to celebrate my beautiful new Balanced Ballerinas website, which launched today, www.balancedballerinas.com, I thought I would do an audio version of that particular post, which seems to resonate with so many students, especially adult ballerinas. And it's a good one to probably revisit at this time of year. So let's get into why your pirouettes don't look like mine. So in order to create an external shift, you need to shift something internally. I'm going to say that again. In order to create an external shift, you need to shift something internally. What I'm trying to get people to shift in regards to this post that I did was their mindset surrounding class. And when they look at the teacher, for example, and they go, why doesn't my Devlape look like hers? Why doesn't my pirouette look like hers? We got to get you out of that mindset of comparison. And I'll tell you why they don't look like mine or the teacher that, that is instructing you. Let's use Malcolm Gladwell's famous 10,000 hours rule in which he says anyone needs to accomplish 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. That's important. Deliberate practice to be world class at anything. Now, if I approximate that I've done two hours of ballet a day since I was 10, which I definitely didn't do whilst at university, but do many more than that amount of hours these days. And if I times that by 365 days in a year, and then again by the last 17 years, I've clocked up over 12,000 hours of ballet class alone. And that's just ballet. And a very conservative guess. So if you've done five hours worth of ballet classes and your pirouettes do look like mine, then I'll hand you the keys to my studio. I'm serious. 
Now that that's out of the way, you can stop comparing yourself with me or your teacher and we can focus on you. You need to be patient, consistent and trust the process. All you need to do is look around the room in any of our adult ballet classes and I see people quietly working on their individual goals. I can't stress enough the importance of individual. Some people attend once a week, others three, while some people come to every class for two weeks and then I don't see them again for six months. So your goals have to align with your actions. And when you're looking around the room, you don't necessarily know how many classes everyone does per week or their background. But this is why I love ballet, because it's an incredibly challenging process that gives back tiny moments of complete freedom based on the effort you put in. Similar to life, really. Go figure. (laughs) So you will never be 100% happy with your plie or your pirouettes. There is always going to be something to improve. And when you think you've finally got it, your ability to balance just mysteriously disappears or your teacher throws something new at you and you feel like you're back at square one. But for the record, you are not back at square one. Simply your expectations of yourself and your abilities have shifted. I'm going to say that again. Your expectations of yourself and your ability has actually shifted because guess what? You've improved. This is the same reason why some people hate ballet, especially in this era of smartphones and other technology that distracts and entertains us. It's much more common for someone to start ballet and give up than start ballet and push through that increasingly uncomfortable ability to hone that focus. There's no iPhone app or hack that will make you a better ballet dancer. There's plenty of people who love ballet, start ballet, and then quit because they don't see instant results. Don't worry, though. This totally isn't your fault. We are conditioned these days for compulsion and instant gratification. So when we're bored or we want to distract ourselves, all we do is refresh our Instagram feed, for example. Especially in this technological age of life hacks, the commitment to practice ballet has never been more courageous or difficult. But in return, this means the reward and benefits are tenfold. So as a beginner to ballet, you aren't just signing up for a fitness class. You need to remember that if you're starting out adult ballet, this is not a fitness class that you can jump in and out of. In fact, you'll probably benefit very little physically from just one ballet class. This is because simply you are too busy concentrating on what you're doing rather than how you're doing it for the entire lesson. And the toned legs, awesome calf muscles and freedom of movement come from the how you're doing it, how you're performing and where your mindset is and where your focus is on your body parts as you're doing these movements. So if you're too busy going, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And you're copying everyone. You're not inside your body concentrating on the movement. So you benefit very little at the start. You need to keep going and you need to push through. With a calm breath and open heart, I think you'll be really surprised how much easier class can become. However, don't forget that being uncomfortable is a good thing because from discomfort comes growth. So next time you're in class and are finding something a little challenging or getting frustrated, I want you to do something for me. Take a big breath Smile at yourself in the mirror and shift that focus internally. 
Give your body a break for a second, have a mindful moment and remind yourself how courageous you are embarking on this journey whilst gifting yourself with all the benefits that ballet will give you. So trust the process, be patient with yourself. I mean, I started ballet when I was three, so I will never know what it feels like to be a beginner. I can't even remember back being a child as a, as a beginner. So this is why I really, truly think you're all absolutely incredible. I hope this helped a little bit. Best of luck going into classes for the new year. If you like the solo episode, let me know. Might do a few more. And um, have a great week, everyone. As always, would love if you could rate and subscribe. And if you have any questions or something you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please shoot me a DM on my personal Instagram, The Balanced Ballerina, or at Balanced Ballerinas. Bye, guys.